Um, so now to our second guest, uh, Julius, you're here to talk about Chelsea and their current. I guess you can call it a plight. Is it how many wins? How many games have our winning league now? Is it four? Um, so no, I think they've won two in six or so, uh, okay. two in seven, something like that. Yeah, that's not what you want. I try not to focus on it too much. <laughs> no, I'm joking. So, what do you think? I don't know. The Chelsea start well. I felt like I felt like they started well this season, well, didn't they? Well, um, no, they didn't start particularly well. If you remember, you know, he was still sort of finding the right formation, and you know, there were some players injured. Hmm. Um, you know, and also, you know, some some of them hadn't arrived. You know, talking about the goalkeeper and even Thiago Silva at the time, hmm. um, because he just played the Champions League. So um, yeah, so it's it's been an up and down season, um, and then obviously we went on that seventeen game and beaten run, and all of a sudden, you know, everyone was saying he might win the league, or you know, think they're going to be out there, and, about. and then now, you know, obviously we've gone seven games, and it's only been two games that we've won. Um, so for me personally, I just think it's it's kind of been a story of the season so far for every team. Um, you know, apart from the likes of Sheffield United, who have been consistently losing. Um, everyone has sort of been up and down. And yeah. so for me, I as a fan, I'm not too worried if I'm honest. Mm. Um, because I kind of expect it anyway. Um, you know, especially even when it was happening to Arsenal, I sort of expected it. Obviously, I didn't expect it to be as bad, um, you know, for Arsenal, for example. Um, but, it, you know, you, you can just tell there will be inconsistencies, especially with young managers and and also with the way the season has gone. So, yeah. Even with the big amount of money you guys spent? So the, the whole money thing is is a bit of an illusion, isn't it? If you, if you kind of think of it, um, if you look at it critically, like, um, where am I going to start? So to start with, okay, so... Yeah, yeah, the, the transfer fund, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. We, we haven't we haven't been able to spend in the last year. Even the year before we didn't spend that much. Um and we we've brought in some young players as well, uh some of them from the academy. You you can't expect these guys to kind of step up and be like, you know, top players overnight or you know, over two seasons or whatever. Like it's gonna take them time. Even the new the new guys that have come in, um, to be honest, I expected you know like the likes of Harvard and Vern. Uh, I'm talking about. I expected them to be better than they have been, but then again, it hasn't been like a, a normal season. They haven't had a preseason. Um, you know, it's been on and off with obviously COVID and stuff. So um, to me, it's understandable. I, I'm I'm not sort of panicking. Or if if I was the uh, director of football at Chelsea, I wouldn't be. Uh, pressing the panic button like the way some people are speculating right now. I don't think that's the case, honestly. Um, yeah, but okay, you, you, you guys, like none of the, none of them, bank, none of the signings bank except for maybe what Thiago Silva. If you look at other teams, so, all their signings are doing well. Like the Liverpool signing, Jota's doing well. Right, Okay, yeah, actually, sure, sure, I, didn't, sure. I didn't hear you clearly. Mendy I mean, was good if you could start. repeat your question. Mendy was good at the start, but then he fell off. Like, he's not really been. I think he's dropped to like Chelsea's lowest uh, since their financial takeover by Abramovich. He's dropped to the lowest save percentage now. 
lower than Kepa. Right. So, okay. So let, let me let me address Amir's question. Now I get it. I didn't hear it clearly at first, but I think I know where you're going. You're saying other uh, clubs have had signings that have been doing well. So what signings particularly? If you can be more specific, then we can kind of talk about things more objectively. I think. Yeah. Because so what you, sign what signings have impressed you from other clubs? I mean, most of the clubs that I made signings, at least some of them banked. Okay, let's start with who's first Liverpool. Diego Jota. Mm -hmm. I mean, right. So, so Diego Jota moved from Wolves to Liverpool. It's literally in the same Premier League. Um, you can you can say that he's gone into a team that are sort of seasoned. You know that they're under a manager who's got immense, um, you know, experience yeah. in you know dealing with top players. You know, there's so many reasons why that that signing is going well. And he's but, a backup. Um, there's not the pressure that there is on the Chelsea signings. Okay, exactly. Let's exactly. Backup, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, okay, yeah. I can see that. I can see that. Um, yeah, and then what? What other signings are there? You know, maybe Ferran Torres. Ferran Torres, I think he's a really good player. I like him a lot. Um, yeah, he's been doing, but again, he's been on and off. I wouldn't say he's been outstanding. He's been outstanding for Spain, um, but yeah, that's exactly. not me, obviously. But surely, like the yeah. amount you guys paid has to contribute mm. to something. Okay. So like, yeah, I think Werner was playing well at the start. Um, obviously, he's had that. Uh, dip in form that sort of coincided with um, our troubles, um, you know, and it's usually the case. You know, your your team is always as good as the guy up front. If 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 he's not firing, then you know the team will will struggle. Usually, um, at Birmingham, for example. So sorry to interject, yeah. Julius. I've got a question for you though, related to what you're saying right now. Do you think yeah. that the the biggest factor in Chelsea's demise was is exactly that, like not having not having that elite striker? I think that's that's the problem. That is because you know the, at the back we've sorted that. You know, last season we were conceding goals. You know, we were conceding so many goals at the back. You know, from set pieces. You know, almost every set piece you, you as a Chelsea fan last season, you'd be panicking. But now we've got Zuma who stepped up. We've got a keeper who's a little bit more commanding than what we had last season. And so the back has been settled. The midfield has never been an issue. Um, it's not the best, but it's not that shaky. So obviously the common factor is you know up front they haven't been firing they, we haven't had consistently um like these players haven't played haven't played 10 games together think about it like you've you've, you've brought in so many good players i think they're good players anyway um, you've brought in so many players and they haven't had consistent games um like how are they going to find a pattern how are they going to find relationships and as to how to score goals and create chances for each other like it, it's going to take time and i think people are just um Impatient, if you ask me. So yeah. Well, mm. some of these signings aren't even showing good footballing ability, bro. Werner, Kai Havertz, come on, man, please. Okay, so like, again, so the thing is with these big transfers, yeah. You at some point during the first six months, you would like any big transfer, you would have seen a glimpse or something decent of them. I've not seen anything of either of those two to warrant that, like the money you've spent on them. Really okay, haven't. so so what what haven't you seen about Werner that you don't know? So let, let's try and be more specific. Have to be a no, no, the thing with Werner is like comparing the Bundesliga to the Premier League, he's used to like they play high lines, he's usually running into space over uh, on like through balls or whatever, yeah. And then in Premier League, you've got defenses who are like on the edge of the 16 or 18 yard box or whatever. So he's he needs to learn to adapt to that. But Kai Havis, on the other hand, he's not shown me anything. 
So I can give <laughs> I can give Werner a bit of slack, but others have not seen a glimpse. Oh, but even even Werner though, bro. Like we've seen him miss how much one on ones or just fluff chances that I don't think a a striker that's come to the Premier League, regardless of where you're from, should be missing that sort of those sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, but four minute, it come to anyone. It can happen to someone who's not anyone. Yeah, but that was in Germany. Like the 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 pundits and commentators in Germany already knew this before he came over. They were like, you need to give this guy like how many chances to score goals. So yeah. like, yeah, he'll, he'll get chances in Germany. He'll get better a game. But like, this is Premier League. Like, you're not going to get that many chances. I mean, as someone mentioned before, like the way Chelsea play is not is not suited to what he thrives off, which is just the left channel running onto the ball, spacing behind. And he won't get that unless you're playing, I don't know, City away, I guess, or Liverpool. Do you away. not think that um, Werner was a board signing or director of football or whatever the fucking how it is these days signing and do you think no, that if, I, I think if Frank wanted him do you no, think I, do you think Frank wanted him though or do you think he was given him as an option and said you know what yeah fuck it he'll do he'll, he'll be an option up front because I still like Tammy anyway do you get what I mean I think Lampard said I want a striker and then they, they came back with Werner and he said okay that's what I'm saying yeah 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 that's exactly what I'm saying right? but yeah. he felt like he was that, just after us like when, when we said no to Werner they were like yeah go on in. Yeah, that's a good point. Because I, I thought he was going to go to Liverpool for the longest time. Right. Mm, yeah, same. And I felt if if he had yeah if he'd gone to Liverpool, he would have um, I feel it would have suited him a little bit more. Um, I know it pains me to say as a Chelsea fan to say that you know one of our players should have gone to, but I think for him as a, in a, in his career, I think he should have gone to Liverpool because you know he he could have been in a situation where he can take over from. Um, I think, or even money. Um, I think that's kind of the role that Lampard wanted him to come and play, like on the wing and then sometimes in the middle. Um, I, to be honest, I don't know whether it was a Lampard signing or it was the board who you know went for him. I don't know, to be honest. So, yeah. I just think Chelsea need clarity in that nine position because they don't know what they want to do. And I think mm. that's a massive issue for them because I'm just looking at, um, obviously, Julius yourself, you watch a lot more Chelsea 90 minutes than, than I do. But um, my point is, like, their top score, your top scorer is Tammy Abraham with six, which is the same as Neil Mope and Ollie Watkins. One more than Harvey Barnes and El Ghazi. My point is that without that um, that nine getting you that, that 14 goals at this stage or 12 goals at this stage, at least, mm. like, who knows where Chelsea would be despite the poor form if they just had that, that, that goal machine up top to just grab them them goals and get them them results when they're not playing that well. Mm, yeah, I agree 100%. I think it's just up front. And um, yeah, I think if you're right to say that, you know, Werner hasn't been firing and, you know, Havertz has been a disappointment so far. Um, but I think with Havertz, like, there's a lot to come from him. Um, Werner, we, we've sort of seen... We've, you know, the reason why I say there's a lot... Hopefully we'll come into that um, later on. But I just want to make a point and say that but I think most of the things that have also gone wrong, other than up front, is also down to the manager. I don't think, personally, I don't think, obviously, he is um, that he's the guy to take us to the next step or the next level. I think he's he's where he is now is to sort of develop a team now, and then like they're gonna see what what um, where he can take the team the team forward, and then maybe they're gonna probably make a change you know, in the next couple of years. Because I don't see him as a top manager or a top tactical or a top tactician, you know, to, to win us games and to win us cups. And so, yeah, so it's down to 
the striker, the strikers, and it's also down to the manager as well. That's what I think. Why do you think? Uh, I feel like strikers you have like so Giroud, um, Abraham, like you said before. Why do you think Lampard doesn't trust them? So yeah, it's been a mistake, man. <laughs> well, in my opinion, that's the 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 kind of the negatives about Lampard. His um, sometimes his selection, his um, sort of uh, man management and stuff has been poor. I think you know in some games where you know Werner is not suited uh, to start, or you, you know he's been on he's been on a bad run, and you don't need to persist with him just to prove that you know your signing is is working or is gonna work or something. That's not how it should be. You should be looking for results for Chelsea, not not just for yourself or Werner. You know. Um, so he just played the, the best man for the team. You know, I, I'm looking back at the Arsenal game and I felt he shouldn't have played um, Werner or, you know, he should have brought on Giroud. He didn't, you know. So, you know, so games like that where we've where he needed to make those kind of decisions, it hasn't sort of, it hasn't gone his way, I think. Or he hasn't Bro, made I, the right decisions. Julius, man, I just want to say I don't think Werner is a good player, man, at all. I think mm-hmm. he's just like pace. That's it. I don't think this guy has a football brain because what he brings to the right. team, apart from his running, like I don't see it. Meanwhile, Tammy Abraham and Giroud, I can actually understand them as a, as footballers, not athletes. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. And I think but, it's but why? Why do, think, why do you think? Why do you think? Why do you think Werner is not a good player? You know, you haven't really given us that what much. He does, what he does when he has the ball. I feel like more often than not, he makes the wrong choices. Like in that Arsenal game we're talking, I think we had like a ch- he had a big chance where he was up against Rob Holding. I think he did Holding one way. And then uh-huh. like all he had to do was just turn back the other way and he just carried on and Holding was like able to make an easy block. But when I see him, I don't see someone has it's it's bad to say because I'm not a footballer at all <laughs> like yo you yeah no know, I see what you mean he's, he's not, not a good dribbler I'm, he's, I'm not here <laughs> I see what you mean he's, he's got technique he's, he's but he not doesn't think sure about yeah, he's, he doesn't he's think because I think it was the Liverpool yeah, game yeah I'm not too sure about technique either bro I, where I, I think it was Fabinho who just like stopping him like just putting his foot and then he'll just stop him from going past him like it just looks so simple for Fabinho when he was up against Verna. yeah but then again Fabinho is a top like He's a no, top no I, I know, I know, but it just looked too easy. Like, yeah, yeah, it looked like a struggle. Yeah, yeah. Let me just you say, know. I'm not criticizing him saying he's dead because obviously yeah. I can't talk when the, this guy is obviously better than me. But for his level, I'm, I'm thinking, what does he do that is mad? Do you get me? Well, I mean, yeah. Well, what he does is you see, he's a goal scorer, and you know, obviously, I know that sounds ironic now because he hasn't scored a lot. And that's because they're not going in for him. Sometimes he's been unlucky, though. You know, he's hit the post uh, the most in the, in the Premier League so far. Um, so I think he's been unlucky sometimes. Like, you know, I watched a game where I was explaining to David the last time where, you know, he had a chance. He went across the keeper, you know, from the right side. You know, his right foot when he hit the ball right across the keeper and then it hits the crossbar. Like, Technique-wise or finishing-wise, that's how you're supposed to do it. You go across the keeper on your right foot when you're coming off the right, right? That's textbook how you're supposed to do it. He did it perfectly. He just hit the cross, but it didn't go in. And then that kind of, you know, again, he his his shoulders went down and, you know, that affects his confidence for the rest of the game. So sometimes he's been unlucky. Um, I think his strengths are 
scoring goals, obviously, um, also running into channels, you know, making those runs. Um, I don't think he's a good dribbler, obviously. Like, like you're saying, Mikhail, yeah. he, uh, he's he's a bit one-dimensional. I think that's kind of how I see him. Um, but he yeah. has strengths, and, and I can see why. Like, obviously, Lampard rates him. And like, mm. also, you know, when when we had Salah, Mo Salah um, at Chelsea, he was a little bit like that. Not not exactly the same, but like he had those qualities as well. And you can tell this guy, you know, maybe one day he's going to become like a top footballer if we have the patience to, to deal with him. But obviously we didn't, you know, and now he is a top footballer. The same with Kevin De Bruyne. So we've had players like this, by the way, where, you know, they show potential, but they're not like the finished article yet. But we just haven't been patient enough. And I think I'm afraid this is like, it's, it's a similar thing that might happen. You know, if if we don't take care of this guy, he might go somewhere else and become a superstar, and then we've missed out again. So that's that's just fine. I get what you're saying. <laughs> in, no, do you think Timo? Do you think Werner like suffers yeah. from? Oh, come on, here, come. On. No, it's fine. I'll go up to you. Go on. No, I just think that Chelsea have like a lack of personality going forward in in, in attack. Yeah. Like, I don't think a Chelsea fan could tell you what the plan is, the patterns of play are, how they're actually going to break a side down. And I think Werner suffers from that. Like, I think everyone can know, can see he's a good player. Like, his international record is probably mm. quite quite decent. Bundesliga got, got quite a few goals. He's a good player. It's just for Chelsea, he's not in the right environment right now to allow him to excel. And Lampard's tactics aren't allowing him to, to excel, I feel like. And I feel like he's suffering from that. And even going forward, Lampard doesn't know who's best, you know, from three years. And he's always chopping and changing. And it's like, for, for a player who... I think he's more of a system player than he is like more of a I can go to any team and and, and bang sort of player. For those sort of players, you mm-hmm. need to have a, a solid, reliable system which which is going to work to to benefit you. Uh, but Lampard hasn't figured out how to create a system which benefits Werner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I think we, we we don't have that personality. Obviously, apart from Giroud, who, who he doesn't seem to trust. But I think Giroud has got that. Pers- um, another thing is, I think our downfall ourselves also coincided with Ziyech, um, because yeah, being out of the team, um, you know, he creates a lot of chances, by the way, for those front players. Um, I like him a lot. I think also you, you guys seem to forget that he's he's also been one signing that has been doing well, I think, apart from his injuries. So um, Ziyech is a bowler, bro. Yeah, I like him a lot. I think, you know, he brings a different kind of dimension to our attack a bit. Um, but yeah, you're right. I, I'm, you know, our system going going forward, especially without um, Ziek, is is just disorganized. You know, sometimes it's just so many crosses, and you know, it's, the other day we had Conte in the box, and then they were crossing to N'Golo Conte to head the ball. Like that's not going to happen. And you had Giroud on the bench as well. So yeah, there's there, there's no plan sometimes going forward. Chelsea yeah, also no. have like too much of the same kind of player, like. Mason Mount, Kavertz and um, Ziyech and Lampard wants to make two of them work at all times. Um, it's it's never going to work. I, I, don't, I don't really know what he wants to do, but then that just shows his inexperience. I don't know how someone who got sick with Derby could end up uh, managing Chelsea, one of the top clubs in the Premier League with aspirations to do well. I think it's poor all round. Like and I, I never really say it. You'll never really hear someone say that Chelsea's recruitment's bad, innit? But this is the mm. one like someone just gone. What well, I think they've really messed up because I think 
they should have got they should have went all out for all black because he's really get well at the time he was affordable for them and they should have got a better striker or one more suited to them okay so uh, let me address the Lampard appointment question I think so you, yeah a lot of people say Lampard took Derby from Sips to see. Um it's not that true like if you if you look at his season right he didn't have um he he had loads of young players he had you know the Mason Mounts and Tamaris from Chelsea Academy on loan and then to be fair, he did well with Derby. You know, he, he did well in the Cups. Um, he beat Mourinho at Man United. Um, and also, by the way, if you look at Derby now, they're battling relegation. Okay, so there's it may you might say that's just a coincidence, but it, it's really not. I think he did a good job there, to be fair to him. And by the way, I'm not the bad fan. You can ask uh, David or you know, yeah, I'm not his fan, so I'm not gonna be biased or anything. The reason why they appointed him was because um, obviously with the transfer ban, um, Sari left Chelsea and there didn't seem to be um, any top manager around who would, you know, obviously come and take that job. So when he came in, he didn't have, uh, you know, he'd lost Eden Hazard and luckily for him, we had Pulisic coming. So, you know, he had an inexperienced squad and to be fair, he did well. Okay, so... I remember Cash before the season started, I said, you know, the best Chelsea are gonna get off was seventh or something. And then he came fourth. So, you know, he did well. And so they thought, you know, we just kind of back this guy and see what he can do. And obviously that's where we are now. They have backed him. It it hasn't seemed to be working. Sometimes it, you know, like I said, earlier in the season when things were going well, you know, you wouldn't say things like this about him. But now it's not going well, obviously, you know. I understand you can you can say that you know it's never going to work but i wouldn't say never you know because things can change <laughs> and then what was the second question <laughs> sorry casual what's uh, your second about Chelsea's recruitment ah uh, yeah so recruit okay yeah so honestly i don't know like i don't know whether it was from the board or whether it's from lampard those signings but to me again those signings we can't judge them now to be fair i think we need we need to give them some time and see and also maybe to give them some time to work with a top class manager to see what he can get out of them so yeah that's just all i can say julius yep um everyone wants to know what's your opinion on kai harvard currently so okay kai harvard i think personally i think he's going to be a top player um I think where he's struggling is the fact that he, the physique side, I think, and also the character. Um, so someone mentioned that, you know, Chelsea forwards don't seem to have that sort of character that great. You know, when you look at Bruno Fernandes, the way he kind of, if things aren't going well for Man United, the way he kind of, you know, uh, tries to motivate and bring up the other guys around him. And then all of a sudden they, they start playing well or something. So he seems to lack that, I think. But he's only 21 years old like you don't expect him to be leading the line you know when he's coming to a top team in the Premier League like it's a bit unrealistic to expect that from him um another thing is he he doesn't seem to kind of uh when he gets the ball he thinks that he has too much time and space I, I don't know maybe in the Bundesliga yeah that happens a lot but 
obviously in the Premier League, even at grassroots football, you, you get to like on his touch, press him, that kind of thing. So he gets pressed a lot and then he has to sort of hurry his play, you know, and then it may lead to a misplaced pass or something. So uh, I, I, I would give him time. Yeah. Uh, you see Kai Havertz, yeah? So mm -hmm. he's not he's not going to play as a striker for Chelsea. I mean, he's not going to play as an attacking midfielder in the conventional sense here, or like a false nine, yeah, which he was doing for Bayer Leverkusen. So can he succeed in the role which Lampard wants him to play, which he has been, which is either going to be on the wing or in a in a front three, or it's going to be with next to Mason Mount in a 4-3-3? Three, three. Like, can he do either of those roles to an elite level in the Premier League? I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I can't, I, I can't see it. Hmm. Yeah, so I mean, for now, obviously, it looks like you obviously can't see it because he hasn't done anything yet. Um, he hasn't played a lot. He's, he's had COVID as well, by the way. Um, uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I can't, I can't really, I can't really, obviously, say anything good about him at the moment because the only good things I can say are obviously from his days. At, um, uh, where, where was he from? Sorry, in the Bundesliga. Yeah, yeah, Leverkusen. Uh, so. He hasn't done much in Chelsea Colors that I can talk about yet. But honestly, like I, th I like him, you know, when I watch him at Leverkusen, you know, he was their captain as well, by the way. So I think that's part of his game, like building a team around him. I think his best position is the number 10 role, though. Um, so in a 4-2-3-1, he may play behind the striker. Lampard is using him as a number eight, you know, alongside Mason Mount. So Lampard likes to play two number eights. Um, so I don't know, but honestly, I think for now I would reserve my judgment if I were you about Kai Havertz, because a lot of top-class um, footballers in the past and journalists as well who have watched a lot of football rate him highly. So it's not a coincidence, um, you know, that that they rate him highly. By the way, and if you and I haven't played at the top top level, then we should reserve our judgment as well. I'd say. You know, so what you, you said, yeah. What you said, sorry, mm -hmm. who is that? I didn't mean to interrupt. But um, so top people rate him, but what, from what I've heard, they rate his attack positioning in order, like before what he did in the Bundesliga to score. Like when you actually watch Kai Havertz, anything have you? What have you seen from him in the last six months to let's say a year that you thought was outstanding? Because I even watched him in the Europa League, and um, who who the um, who are they against in the knockout? Into Milan, he did he score. He was pants. He was pants. What? No, hold on. He wasn't though. He, he's, he's got, got he's good got... attack positioning. Yeah, but he's dead. He's bagged what four, five goals so far since coming to Chelsea. He's bagged a hat trick against Barnsley, and he's got a goal and assist against Morecambe. Yeah. In any of these performances right. in a Chelsea shirt, has he looked decent? So in Even Chelsea, the game, he I've already, did he look no, decent? I've already. Uh, yeah, I've already answered. In Chelsea colours, I wouldn't say. Obviously, he hasn't done anything to say that. Um, to see if I if I say you know he's done well, no, I don't think so. It wouldn't be honest. Um, in Bundesliga though, uh, last season, I wouldn't say he's been pants. Um, you know, I know. So let's let's I didn't say last season. Last be, six months to a year. So this. So you mean in, uh, in Chelsea? Have, did you see anything amazing from him? Yeah, because so wasn't it? It, mean, it wasn't last season that he hit numbers. It was the season before that. And if you look back, and you can look at the highlights, or you can look at match stats, you can look, it's, it's similar, I wouldn't say no, you know what, it's kind of like Bruno Fernandes in the way that he's, he's getting in the right position, or, but 
Bruno Fernandes is just more influential on the game right now, but Kai Havertz is not, mm. he's not good like that. His attack positioning is amazing, and I'll give him that. But he's never going to get that time and space that he got in the Bundesliga in the Premier League. So, and I don't see what yeah. else he brings to the table. Because what Lampard wants to do is play him off the right. He can't do mm-hmm. that and play Ziyech. Ziyech is a much better creator. And Havertz is not, he's not physically imposing. He's six foot two, not physically imposing. He's, he's not a smart thinker. Like, he's not an amazing shooter. What is this boy going to bring to the Chelsea team? What is his, how could you sit there in your seat, in your bed right now and tell me <laughs> that Kai Havertz is going to be an amazing player for Chelsea or just an amazing player? Okay, so, yeah, you're comparing him to Bruno. Like, Bruno Fernandes, right? He's 26. He's in his prime at the moment. No, this guy is 26. That, that was a small, small thing about, like, the similarities in their play style, but not, not overall. Right. Okay. But, but yeah, but my point still holds. You know, Bruno Fernandes is isn't his profound. Um and also Lampard is not playing him on the right hand side like ZH. I think ZH is the right winger. Uh Harvard is either playing as a number eight, that's his main position, or I think he's better off playing as a number 10. Um I think at the moment, right, it's just still it's it's still Lampard figuring it out. And to me personally, I think it's down to poor management. Uh, um, again, comes back to Lampard rather than the player because I feel if you give this player to Klopp or Pep or even Mourinho, like he's not gonna rush him in. Um, I don't think, you know, despite what he's done at, in his former club, you know, he's still a 21 year old uh, in a new league. He hasn't had preseason that well. Um, he hasn't really clicked with the team. Like, I feel he should have taken his time with him, and I, I think now he's doing that. Like he's bringing him in in situations where maybe let's say the game is gone or you know where maybe he feels uh, uh, if he comes on and do something special maybe that might spur him off like for example you know he gave a good assist against City by the way uh, in that second half that that was a little glimpse I think the pass um, across the box big man if we're for pressure uh, we're well, okay. footballers <laughs> and you can't do that pass yeah I'm te- no 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 it wasn't just a pass across the, the box it, it was the run that he made to get that ball Right, so he blindsided Cancelo, and then got into that space and whipped the ball across. It okay, so I'm just saying it's a glimpse. I'm not saying it's it's the biggest thing in the world. Um, but I, you know, I I think that there's a lot to come from him, and um, I would I would put it down to the manager at the moment rather than the player. The, you know, he's only 21 years old. Trust me, like we we've, we we said this about Kevin De Bruyne like when he was at Chelsea you know a lot of people saying he's not good enough he can't shoot he can't pass trust me those are his strengths now <laughs> okay so i've i've seen enough of so many good players slip away out of Chelsea just because of uh, people being too critical and not being patient enough to give them the time to develop um so yes uh, I, I would I would, res- I would reserve my judgment Julius you know i can agree with you because um, with Lampard especially, this guy doesn't even know his best 11. He doesn't know who he's going to play. So it's even harder to settle in a new team. The mad thing is, okay, Ziyech has done it well. Obviously, Thiago Silva has done it well, but these are big players, you know? These are, like, more experienced. But mm. so far, he hasn't performed to the same level, but obviously, yeah, I agree, man. It's harder now. When you're spending that much money on someone, you're going to tell him beforehand where he's going to play and what you want from him. like. Isn't isn't that just basic of a, of a transfer of that size? Mm-hmm. 
Well, but yeah, so Chelsea, when they, they were getting him. Hmm. <laughs> no, so, but when Chelsea were getting him, though, I think they were getting the, the potential that a player can become rather than what he is now. And also, also the, the prize is down to kind of luring him away from uh, Bayer Leverkusen rather than the players' abilities. I think sometimes that's what the prize is about. You know, like I said, he was their captain. So if you go to a club and you want to buy their captain, <laughs> it's, it's going to be expensive. I don't think that's true about the whole idea about Chelsea. Obviously, you have to factor in the, the, this idea that he will be good in the future. But Chelsea Football Club does not operate in a way which allows you to have like a, a dud season in your youngster and go, oh, you know what? It's OK because you're a youngster. And even then, like he's, he shouldn't be viewed as some innocent youngster. He's played two full seasons in the Bundesliga. He's come with a very, very high price tag a very, very high appraisal from people, he should be slowing in the team straight away and performing. And at Chelsea, more than most clubs, you won't be given time to be like, oh, it's okay, you're a youngster, cool. I'm pretty sure your fans love like Ruben Love to Sheik and I'm pretty sure loads of fans want him to do really well. But when you're not good enough, as they decided he's not good enough, like you're done, like you're out. The same could have happened to like Dominic Solanke. You guys rated him very highly. He wasn't given a chance because whenever he was given a chance, he, it wasn't there, you're out. So at Chelsea, you have to hit the ground running. So I don't think we can afford to give him loads of time I agree, I agree, yeah. He, he hasn't got a lot of time, to be fair, but yeah. This is the football, football heritage. heritage. Henri getting clear though, it's Thierry Henri! Mr. Boss, here's Messi, away from two, three, four, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. How good is he? It's Ronaldo. This is the football, the football heritage. heritage.